So what will those thousands of drones flying over the U.S. be doing exactly? The world's Jason Margolis has more on that. The University of North Dakota recently began offering an undergraduate major in unmanned aircraft systems operations. Right now, most graduates will end up in jobs that support the military. But program head Ben Trapnell says civilian uses will eventually far outpace those for defense. Some of the big things, agricultural uses, uh, we can get imagery to farmers a lot faster than having to wait for satellites to do the same thing. For instance, an unmanned plane could fly over a field and send back pictures to show where pests are located. Or a farmer could spread insecticide with an unmanned airplane. Trapnell says there are also medical applications. There's the possibility of flying organs from one place to another uh, to get them there faster for transplants. Unmanned aircraft could monitor oil pipelines using infrared cameras that look for the heat signatures from oil leaks. Today, when we hear about unmanned aircraft, we're accustomed to imagining a big military drone, basically a plane without a pilot. These fighter drones have to be big to carry missiles. But unmanned aircraft for civilian purposes can be built much smaller. That little black box you're seeing there is the uh, device we we made for the uh, Office of Naval Research. Jeff Johnson gives me a tour of the labs at Aperio, a company that makes avionics equipment in Fargo, North Dakota. He's pointing out a device that detects obstacles and keeps an unmanned aircraft from crashing into a building or other planes. The device is a cube small enough to hold in the palm of your hand. As small as that is, it's too big. <laughs> the cube needs to be smaller because unmanned planes of the future will be really, really small. Picture a model airplane. Johnson calls these flying machines UAVs, short for unmanned aerial vehicles. He says making one small enough to be portable could be helpful, for instance, in fighting a forest fire. And one of the applications we've been asked about is to have uh, a person being able to carry a UAV on their back that they assemble and can send through a smoke plume to see what's on the other side. These devices may be small, but they still need oversight when they're in the air. In the U.S., the Federal Aviation Administration is in charge of that, and it's proceeding cautiously. For now, the FAA has banned most uses of UAVs while it figures out the risks these devices pose and draws up regulations. In the meantime, the agency has authorized UAVs for important missions deemed, quote, in the public interest. That includes things like disaster relief and law enforcement. Still, operations are prohibited over densely populated areas. To the north, Canada is moving ahead more quickly. You can get a permit to fly a UAV in a matter of weeks, but even with that, you can't fly it higher than 400 feet. Once certified, pilots can purchase a UAV from a company like Arion Labs in Waterloo, Ontario. The company's Ian McDonald says his firm sells a device called the Scout. The system comes out of a small case or backpack about the size of carry-on luggage, so the system can be deployed anywhere and carried by a single user. The Scout is like a helicopter but uses four propellers to stay airborne, while in the sky, cameras take video or photos. McDonald says in the past three years, his company has sold the Scout to military and commercial customers on every continent except Antarctica. A customer in South Korea used the system as part of security planning and response for the 2012 nuclear summit. That summit attracted more than 50 world leaders, including President Obama. McDonald says there are a few key reasons to use the Scout. Namely, it's cheaper and safer than hiring a pilot to fly a plane or helicopter. And it flies lower to capture higher-resolution images. Add it all up, it's big business. 
Already, worldwide sales for unmanned aerial vehicles topped $7 billion, according to industry estimates. And that figure could more than double within a decade, especially as UAVs start to get used for more civil applications. For The World, I'm Jason Margolis.